1: Welcome to tonight's Andrew K. Show. It is Friday Eve. I'm not sure how much dynamite I got left of me after this week. Because, man, I have been hot. I've, I'm, I might have already... My fuse was lit this morning when I heard more about what happened with General Flynn. We're going to talk about that tonight. And I want to hear from you. 888-344-1170. Are you as outraged as I am over what was done to this war hero? Done by Comey. The nauseous, cowardly clown who hid in the curtains to avoid President Trump. I could not be more disgusted right now. Can somebody, you know what, I want to hear from somebody who's a liberal out there who can convince me, tell me how, the Obama administration that was behind this, how were they not a banana republic? How is this any different? How was the Obama administration any different than what's been going on down in uh, 90 miles south of Miami? See, I'm already fired up. Woo, it's a good thing it's Friday evening. It's also a good thing that the man who keeps me, keeps me chill. Is is here with me tonight, DJ Carrot Sticks? Guess
2: you'd like to see the big tamale, huh? <laughs> I don't know. I got uh, tamale I, on the brain.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah I, I. Good thing that I have a self censor button because I didn't respond with what immediately popped in my head. You got a big tamale? Is it covered with cheese? Is it pork tamale? Beef. Oh. <laughs> All right. Immediately, I got to go to my punchline. Give me, hand over fifty thousand dollars, and the AK show goes on. <laughs> yeah, we, uh, there was a little clapping back. Not really. Uh, we'll follow up on that story later. You know what I'm talking about? That migrant caravan. They decided. They decided to go hardball, man. They they marched themselves after I guess uh, allegedly some of them breaking into some homes of the locals in TJ. They marched themselves over to the to the consulate with some demands. Give me $50,000 or, 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 or I'll say give me $50,000 again, because they got nothing. <laughs> the DHS responded back with, come on, man, get out of here. Don't let the door hit you. Oh, well, we don't even have a door. We got a wall. Don't let the wall hit you where the good Lord split you on your way back to Honduras. Ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. I'm glad I was able to start the show with a laugh, DJ Carrot Sticks. Because I'm pretty outraged over what happened to General Flynn.
2: It's, it is. It's it's a travesty.
1: It's an absolute travesty. We're not going to spend the whole time on that, though, because I'm super excited about Uh, A couple of guests I've got coming up to the show. Have y'all heard of the Epic Times? I know when I I mentioned on Facebook, I think it was last night or the night before that they were coming on the show. Some people are so excited. Yeah, they said, we love the Epic Times. Well, yeah, you know, conservatives love new media. Conservatives embrace new voices, new opinions, a fresh pair of eyeballs on the issues. And so C-Mac Karami is going to be here. He is the Southwest... Manager, I believe, for the epic times he's going to be on the show in a little bit, and we're going to it's going to be a fascinating, interesting discussion with him about what it's really like behind the scenes in communist china and then guess what the latest dumbing down of American kids' plan is Wait this is probably my best education segment yet in terms of how full how the education system has gone full stupid in this country um but i gotta I gotta give a hat tip. Uh, in contention for hero of the week, which we always do a hero of the week and stink of the week segment on Friday show tomorrow night, I got to tell you who's who's in contention for hero of the week for me, and it's Judge Sullivan who clapped back at the Mueller in, in, investigation at Mueller today and said, "Bring me the documentation involving the interrogation of General Flynn," because we're finding out. Remember how we've got we've 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 got this little thing called the the US Constitution and the Fourth Amendment. They're supposed to be probable cause if they're gonna investigate us for a crime. They're supposed to let us know that they're we're here to ask you questions. If you want to have an attorney present, you have the right to have an attorney present under any questioning. Oh, here's what Comey, the crooked, corrupt Comey on the heels of Obama. Because let me tell you, you wanna know why I believe? Let's do a little, instead of clapback, let's do a little flashback. Why was, why was Comey and his corrupt FBI, Obama's henchmen, why were they one day into the Obama administration going after General Flynn? And don't think it had anything at all to do with Russia. It might go back to 2014 when Obama fired him. And he had excuses for firing General Flynn. Oh, he he didn't have the right temperament, i.e., he didn't agree with Obama, because he was the head of, of intelligence, D.I.S. He didn't agree with Obama in terms of how to deal with radical Islam. Because remember, Obama's been the one who's telling us that, forget that, you know, ISIS is not, the Islamic state is not, got nothing to do with Islam. You ain't going to get that over on a General Flynn, okay? So he fires Flynn back in 2014. That might have been around the time Valerie Jarrett laughed, ha, 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 you know, payback on our enemies. Just like Jerome Corsi was talking last night about how the left has been wanting to go after him since he swift-boated John Kerry. Well, they were going out. There's a reason why Flynn was targeted. He had been under surveillance for years, long before they decided to plant evidence on President Trump in order to interfere with the election and then launch a coup. They were going after him as payback for 2014. This should send a chill up everybody's spine. And then, what's Comey laughing about? The way they preyed on him. The way they preyed on a military hero. They planted a phony article. Oh, he's been cleared. And I remember seeing that article. Oh, he's been cleared. We, we We don't think Flynn did anything wrong. So then they contact him the next day. And he thinks, and he's thinking, you know, they're coming in to be friendly with him, which, by the way, every American right now, and I will, I don't want to hear one more person tell me that it's not the rank and file at the FBI. I have zero respect at this moment for the Federal Bureau of Investigation. And if you're a special agent listening to me and you're working, you know, some, some, uh, you know, fraud, anti-senior citizen, you know, abuse thing here in San Diego, I ain't feeling bad for you. OK, I have the right now to assume that that entire after what's been done to General Flynn, that that entire organization is full of nothing but a bunch of corrupt criminal power, mad weasels. Because of this what what has gone down and not just with Flynn, but remember, it was also some local agents that showed up at the whistleblowers house for the for the Clinton Foundation. We're going to talk a little, little bit about that a little later in the show. So so Comey's going around mocking and laughing about the fact that what they did. That they knew the apolitical head of the FBI played a game of politics and exploited the fact that the American people had intentionally voted in an outsider because they were tired. they were tired of the government being run by the deep state. they were tired, even if we didn't know the details of the deep state at that point, we already knew that there was two sets of laws: that we had a one-party system that was protecting the Hillary Clintons of the world. While the every the average everyday American was going to jail, and so what does Comey do? He took advantage of the American people and took advantage of that of that administration that was put in place specifically because they were an outsider. So no, the Trump administration they didn't know like George W. Bush how to play the game. So when Comey says, we couldn't have gotten this over on the Obama administration or the Bush administration, that's right, they couldn't have. Because quite frankly, I see no daylight between the Bush administration and the Obama administration. Very little daylight. They're equally bad to me. And if you're a conservative or Republican listening to me right now, you may not want to hear that. But you know what? I don't owe any allegiance to an institution. I don't owe an allegiance to any politician. I owe an allegiance to the U.S. Constitution. This country, a country that General Flynn fought for risked his life for, and has now been been, um, uh, um, subject of tyranny for. He's been bullied by the jackboot after after 30 years of dedicating his life, a war hero. Comey laughs about coming and stomping on his neck with the jackboot of tyranny to take him down, to create a crime. If he had been under surveillance for years, then where was the crime? They didn't have any. So they literally targeted a man, exploited the people of the United States of America in order to target a hero and to take him down. And take him down they did. Because even if this judge, who's asked for more information, dismisses the charges against him as well he should, this man's life's been destroyed. He's in financial ruins. Comey's not. Comey hasn't even been prosecuted. McCabe, who marched in there there with Peter Strzok, and this entrapment scheme, McCabe, charges were recommended against McCabe and he still hasn't been prosecuted. I want to know what Je- when Jeff Sessions knew that this happened and why he didn't do anything about it. Where is Jeff Sessions right now? Dereliction of duty. I have to I have to blame Jeff Sessions probably more than Comey at this point. Because these 302s, because Jeff Sessions, even if he didn't see these 302s, which, oh, by the way, there's allegations right now that they falsify documents within the FBI in terms of recalling the events of the interrogations. It remains to be seen what's going to happen to General Flynn. I have to hope that at some point we will actually have some justice on the part of some people involved in this political assassination meant to destroy President Trump and anybody associated with him, while Comey and others, the corrupt criminals, walk around scot-free. Right now we are a banana republic we have no system of justice in this country and that's why i blame the rank and file too because they got to know what's happening here where are they where are all the whistleblowers from the fbi coming forth and saying we cannot allow our institution to be used like this where's all the us attorneys coming forward and saying i i will not keep my job at the department of justice as long as this level of injustice is being propagated and perpetrated on the american people we're going to take a break and we come back we're going to pick up the conversation on the other side with the epic times you know, C-Mac, uh, Karami is going to be here. Uh, he's, he knows what it's like to, be, to maneuver personally and professionally within, within communist China, within a communist nation. I'm curious to see what he thinks about the Marxist movement and this type of Marxist tyranny going on within America today. 888 More Andrea K. Show coming up.
0: FM 96.1, North County, AM 1170, San Diego, The Answer.
1: Hi, this is Andrea Kay. On behalf of Move America Forward, we are underway in our drive to send care packages to our armed forces deployed overseas for Christmas, and we hope you'll join us. You have in the past, and we need your help again.
5: You walk down the post office, and there's a package with your name on it. You open it up. It's got coffee, it's got uh, candies, it's got socks, it's got all these items in there. And everyone around you's like, man, that's awesome, I wish I could get a care package. And you share that with your uh, fellow uh, soldiers, you share that with your family members, overseas with you. Care
1: packs are ready to go with all sorts of premium cookies, coffee, Gatorade, and even some holiday treats. However, we can't send any of them without your help. We're asking you to go to the phone and give generously, dictate a personal greeting, and then select the number of care packs you'd like to send. It's easy to do. And when those in our armed forces receive your care packs, they'll tear up with joy that you took the time to remember their sacrifice.
5: When you receive that care package, it it resonates to everybody that there's somebody back home loving you and wanting you to be safe and showing that gratitude and that that uh, resonates throughout the entire unit, the entire House of Soldiers
1: call 855 the number 7 troops 855 787 6677 Right now to say thank you for each $100 donation you'll receive a $20 gift certificate for Richard Walker's Pancake House That's 855 the number 7 and the word troops or give online at the answer Your gift of $100 sends four care packs and while supplies last each $100 donation earns a $20 gift certificate to Richard Walker's Pancake House Call 855-THE-NUMBER-7-TROPS. troops 855 787 6677 That's 855-THE-NUMBER-7 and the word troops. Or give online at TheAnswerSanDiego.com.
0: If you're like most people and you see two gas stations and one sells gas for a little bit less, you go to that one. It just makes sense. Every little bit helps. But here's what's weird, though. Sometimes we save a few pennies here and there and ignore opportunities to save huge money, life-changing money. If you switch to Metashare for your healthcare, it could be massive savings for you. The typical savings for a family is $500 a month. Think what you could do with that over time, just doing the math. That's $6,000 a year. That is significant. And yes, people love it and they love it. Because it works. It's believers who share each other's health care costs. More than 400,000 people are now members of MediShare. And it's growing like crazy. Find out how much you could save and why MediShare is so popular. Go to MediShare.com or call 844-43-BIBLE. That's 844-43-BIBLE. MediShare.com or 844-43-BIBLE. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The Answer.
3: You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea Kay on The Answer San Diego.
1: Welcome back to The Andrea Kay Show. It is Friday Eve. Woo, I needed a break there. I had to even turn the fan on here in the studio. I was so fired up over what happened with General Flynn. And uh, it's this, uh, we we need justice and the rule of law restored. And we also need, we cannot even have a restoration of the rule of law if we do not begin to have some accountability. And starting Monday... I actually put a poster up, or DJ Carrot Sticks put a poster up for me, that kind of details all. It's like a huge flowchart of Spygate and everything that's happened with the Mueller investigation. At the bottom, you see the logo, the Epic Times. So I'm super excited to have C-Mac Karami, general manager for Southern California from the Epic Times, on the show right now to talk about a variety of different things. Hi, C-Mac. Welcome to the Andrea K. Show
6: hi andrea thank you so much for having me it's a pleasure
1: well i'm super excited to have you when i mentioned a couple nights ago you were going to be on the show so many people on my facebook threads were oh the epic times i love them so you've already got quite the following from uh conservatives and even and even non-conservatives because you guys are like straight up you tell it straight how it is correct
6: yes we're in the middle we are factual And uh, we we are very committed to, to, to journalism, traditional journalism.
1: Yeah, well, we don't have enough of that. I think I can count on two fingers the number of actual journalists that I think are still around as part of the mainstream media, Cheryl Atkinson being one. And when she was on the show, she described what it was like, and it was quite chilling to me. And I remember the video, I don't know if you saw it, of her sitting there with her laptop and the Obama administration destroying all of her records in real time. And, you, and she, her fingers weren't moving. And I thought that's the kind of thing that happens in China, right? In communist yes. countries, yes. right?
6: Yes, absolutely. Yes. And, and, and it's amazing you bring that up because the root of our, uh, the way our paper started is related to, to, to China and I can tell you a little bit of background on it. Please do. Um, Essentially, the way we got started, and a lot of people are familiar with the 89 massacre, the Tiananmen Square massacre. When that happened, a lot of the mainstream media here reported on it. There was another situation that happened. in At that time, the Chinese-language media didn't even say anything about it inside China, so a lot of people inside China don't know what happened in 89 um, to this day. In 99, when, uh, there was a spiritual practice called Falun Dafa Falun Gong is about living by truth, compassion, and tolerance, and peaceful exercises, uh, a spiritual practice, it grew to a hundred million people and got persecuted. And, uh, it's, it's still a lot of people uh, here in the mainstream media here didn't really report on it. And in China, the, the media was used as a tool to persecute the people mm-hmm. and, uh, because they control all the media, uh, they manipulate uh, the agenda behind the media, and they manipulate the people that way. And that's how our actually our newspaper was born. Our founder is Chinese-American. He was here when that persecution happened in 99. He saw 100 million people affected, their lives changed in China without having a voice. And he was very inspired by the, the American values. Like the freedom we have here by the constitution, and he he wanted to start some a voice for Chinese people, telling the truth to them. So he started in he started in 2000, the Chinese edition, Chinese language edition, and uh, ever since then it's taken off, and we're in over 20 languages, and we're in 35 countries now, and we're really focusing in the U.S.
1: Um, you know, before you actually got involved in the Epic Times, you actually, you ran a factory in China, didn't you? Uh, I,
6: I was uh, I was running a company there, a biotech outsourcing company. Okay. And uh, I had the pleasure of, <laughs> I wouldn't call it a pleasure, but I did firsthand experience uh, living in China. And uh, I, I saw the way the communist systems work. There is a lot of lies. And well, I can tell you, like. Yeah, I had I had to lie a lot when I was there. Unfortunately, I regret it. But uh, that's how that system works.
1: Well, I was curious, because, you know, uh, President Trump is being criticized for his stance and being, you know, taking a tough line stance against China with the tariffs. So I mean, do you think he's right? You know what it's like to work there? You you know what it's like to, to deal with the Chinese government when it comes to business? Do you think he's on the right track? with how he's
6: handling China? I think he is because he's actually thinking about it in a practical way and he's looking at it. And and the way – so, for example, one of the things that I, I can tell you, there's a lot of terms that are made up in, in – in people call it free trade. I don't think it's free trade. I think it's one-way trade. And When we were importing things to China, we had to pay 22% tax – and if it wasn't luxury items, other types of items, luxury items, you have to pay a lot more. But uh, when we, things get imported to U.S. from China, there is no tax. It's not really free trade. And the way the people, the rules over there is completely different from the rules here. There's so much corruption there. So you, you, you cannot have, uh, this is not really a free trade. And mm-hmm. these type of terms are kind of made up. Right. And and this is one thing that our paper is very good at recognizing. And um, the, the, that's, uh, that's something I've personally experienced. There's a lot of lies in China. And, well, there's
1: uh, a lot of lies going on here. In fact, I got this major flow chart behind me from you guys talking about Spygate. Whole lot of lying and corruption and manipulation of our, of, of our justice system here in the United States of America. And so I'm curious... Uh, you 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 originally came from Iran, I believe, then you did you did business in China. Um, so you've you've experienced a variety of different but but mainly from China. you know what are your thoughts of the cultural Marxist movement here in the United States?
6: Uh, unfortunately this is this is something really serious and and uh, the way it, it's happening it's 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 infiltrating different places, our schools, our media, Government, uh, it's everywhere. And what people don't understand about it, when when I talk to people about communism, people say, "Oh, what's wrong with sharing?" And you know, and uh, people don't understand that it's all lies mm-hmm. and it's it's all fake. And a group of people will take over, and then mm-hmm. they control everything, and they control everyone, and they control what everyone thinks. And uh, living in Iran and China, is very similar. It's kind of living, living in those countries. They are both very similar in terms of the government tries to control what you think, what you do. And, um, and they do it under the terms of revolution mm-hmm. and the sharing and better future, but it's all fake. And this is something people really need to know about, especially the younger generation here. Uh, that's what we we have been getting really good at. And, and, and I tell you, the source of disinformation from what we have seen is is this communist uh, ideology and movement. Mm-hmm. And I, it, it has completely infiltrated our mm-hmm. mainstream media, unfortunately. Because you see that chart that we made on SciGate, that's all public information. People should be able to do that. We have a lot of good journalists in this country, but unfortunately, People are not paying attention to the right places.
1: Well, I'm glad to have you on because I I post, I started uh, the the theory that the left in this country, the Marxists, were partnering with the Islamists and in America. And people said, "How could they partner with that? Because you can't be communist and you know want to partner with Islamists who want Sharia in an in, in Islamic controlled." You know, government, they're, they're antithetical because communism doesn't have religion. And I said, well, but, you know, really it's, what is common between both is a centralized system of power with complete control over the citizens. And if the Marxists here in America have to deal with one little pesky, you know, difference, you know, they'll, they'll put up with it to gain control over us. And so it's fascinating to hear you. I kind of validated my theory there. Um, in a minute and a half that we have left today, um, you guys, I, I've been trying to cover this Huawei story. And, you know, know, I think if there's bigger implications, okay, the CFO was arrested in Canada, then she was given bail, and now nobody else is really talking about it. But this is not just some little smartphone supplier company. This is a subversive spy ring, isn't it?
6: Absolutely, absolutely. This is kind of like the the CIA version of the, the Chinese Communist Party. And, and they have been doing a lot of spying on Chinese people and companies around the world. They have, there is a lot of things that is going on with, with this case. We actually have a special edition this week that, that we are highlighting all, all, the, all the things that this company is involved with, and this is a big deal. And the fact that uh, the CFO got arrested, that, that shows that the, the current administration here in the U.S. is actually really standing up. To to the CCP finally.
1: Yeah, and that, you know, we've been hearing for, you know, two years now from the left in this country, Russia, 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 Russia is the one who interfered in our elections. And I'm remembering back a few years ago, CMAC, in which the Chinese government stole the identities of upwards of 40,000 government workers in this country. They have been stealing our intellectual property for years. And, you know, this has been a major issue that the left has been ignoring. And so I'm glad that you guys are doing some greater research on this. I even saw that you've got some articles where there might be the Chinese version of Vince Foster out there that this chinese physicist from stanford coincidentally committed suicide on the same day that meng you know cfo was arrested so there's there's a lot of interesting aspects to the story so tell everybody how they can get your newspaper because i think you've got a print as well as online version how can they read more of the epic times <laughs>
6: Yes, they can go to the trustednewspaper.com and just sign up for a trial subscription. And and also, or they can go to theepictimes.com, E-P-O-C-H, again, theepictimes.com, and they can read uh, online and subscribe as well. Well,
1: thank you so much for being here. And uh, if you can give a shout out, a thank you to your founders that were Chinese dissidents. Uh, Love them. And uh, thank you for all you're doing. I appreciate it. Thanks for being here.
6: Thank you so much.
1: All right. Now stay tuned, we got more Andrea K. Show coming up. You know, there's, 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 a, there's a kind of a, there's a story coming out of the schools that almost makes me wish that I, this was happening when I was a kid in school. You know, except then I might have come out even dumber than I kind of did. So stay tuned. we got Bob Walters, who's going to be here for our Dummy Down of America segment. And then we got other topics coming at y'all later. More Andrea K. Show coming up.
0: FM 96.1 North County, AM 1170 San Diego, The Answer.
1: Would you give up precious family memories this Christmas with your kids and go to Afghanistan or the Sudan to serve our nation? Thousands of American women and men won't be home. They have proudly answered our nation's call. Many have been on seven, eight, even ten tours of duty. And sadly, as we all get very busy heading into our holidays, these brave men and women are all but forgotten. Most people making plans to enjoy their upcoming Christmas won't even think of the freedoms we all enjoy every day that others fought and died for, which allow us to sleep safely in our own homes every night. Won't you call in? Won't you help out or give online? Care Packs are ready to go to our armed forces overseas. Call in dictate a greeting and the number of care packs you would like to send your gift of $100 sends four care packs to a serviceman or woman who won't be with their family this Christmas and each $100 donation will send you a $20 gift card to Richard Walker's Pancake House go to the phone right now and help out 855 the number seven and the word troops or give online at theanswersandiego.com
8: This is Michael Medved for townhall.com. The outpouring of admiration for the late President George Herbert Walker Bush largely ignores his troubled history with the press. Like all Republican presidents in the last 50 years, Bush endured carping contemptuous treatment. One highly critical reporter, Anne DeVroy of the Washington Post, was surprised to receive a handwritten letter after her cancer diagnosis in 1996. The then former president candidly acknowledged a tension that clouded things between us. I was the out-of-touch president, the wimp. You were the Beltway Insider. But strangely, wonderfully, he wrote, I feel close to you now. I want you to win this battle. I want the same toughness that angered me and frustrated me to affair thee well at times to see you through your fight. Sadly, DeVroy lost her fight the next year, but Bush's graceful gesture highlighted his ability to turn critics into admirers. Every American should cherish and develop that precious capacity.
9: Publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. Larry Elde here for Super Beats. Our ability to make nitric oxide, which supports healthy circulation and healthy blood pressure, declines sharply with age. And it's not about eating more nitrates. It's about having the ability to make more of them. The great news, you can help your body produce nitric oxide naturally by drinking SuperBeets every day. 1 teaspoon of SuperBeets, the recommended daily serving, is verified to provide the nitric oxide equivalent of 3 whole beets. The nutrients are concentrated in a way that makes them usable to the body to create nitric oxide safely and naturally. So, if you want to support a healthy circulation, give your body what it needs and start drinking SuperBeets every day as I do. Call 800-996-3406 Or go to elderbeats.com to find out how to get a free 30 day supply, indicator testing strips to show how it's working, and free shipping with your first purchase. 800 996 3406, 800 996 3406, or go to elderbeats.com today. That's elderbeats.com today.
0: FM 96.1. AM 1170. The answer.
9: AK, dynamite and address, or just
3: Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on The Answer San Diego.
1: Welcome back to – uh, <laughs> I get so – during the break, I get so uh, focused on reading everybody's comments on Facebook that I, I always miss my cues coming back into this segment. Glad to have you all here with me on this Friday Eve edition of the Andrea K. Show. Uh, Bob Walters joins me now. He wrote the book The Lesson Plan for Turning Things Around in Our Schools. It's called Facing Reality in American Education. And clearly the educators – everybody needs to get this book. You can get it on Amazon – but I got to tell you, he, he brought me this latest story for tonight. And you know who needs this more than anybody is the educators out there. Hey, Bob, welcome back to the show.
5: Thank you. Good to be here.
1: Okay, so, um, you know, the, I don't know if I should laugh or cry over this, this, this topic tonight, Bob, because you found a story that basically around the country, school districts all over the country have just decided they don't even need to do, they don't, they're not going to do homework anymore. They're not going to send kids home with homework.
5: No, and those who do aren't. They said they're not going to grade them anymore either. So it's a real shame. I mean, when you think about how how much worse can the schools get for their criteria? And they they focus on sex education. They've done away with suspensions. They're even stopping valedictorians at graduation because it makes good students look too good. And now we're going to do away with homework this is on top of the Common Core. It's yeah, just terrible.
1: It's it's like did they who gave them this idea? The second graders. Hey, or, or the or the or the freshmen. Hey, freshman kids. How how can we make school better for you? Oh, I know. How about you not give us any homework, and then if you do, we don't get graded on it. I wish I could have got in on that deal because you know what? I struggled a little bit in math back when I was in high school. You know, I, I and I had to have a tutor, my boyfriend, who happened to be captain of the football team. I I don't think I would have passed math without him. I had to spend hours every night working on it. it didn't come easy for me. And this is. I'm grateful, actually, that I was given the homework, that I was forced to sit there and do it, and grateful that I had somebody to help me. And one of the reasons, though, Bob, that I, I I think this is more than just, they're saying the reasons why they're giving for not giving homework is that they feel like kids are being overscheduled. They're given too much to do. They're not getting enough sleep. They're, quote, not spending enough time with their family, which is preposterous. they are
5: we all know what they're going to be doing, what they're not doing homework. They're going to be sitting there playing on their computers.
1: Exactly. Their cell phones. Well, not only that, <laughs> but part of the reason why kids get homework is that it teaches them discipline. It teaches them work ethic. What are they going to do when they get to college and they're given a heavy workload? Are they going to tell the professor, oh, sorry, I, I'm not in agreement with your syllabus that they give out on day one because, you know, I'm, I'm not – it's going to interfere with my time that I spend with my fraternity. That's ridiculous.
5: Well, it is. And, and you know, it also gives the parents a chance to see how good is the student doing in their their son or their daughter in, in math and other subjects that they can, they can help them. In fact, one of the criticisms has been, well, we don't want to be grading the parents' re- reports on these t- uh, the exams and homeworks. We want the student to be doing them. Well, but the parents have a role here, and it's good for parents to know how their student is doing in school. Well, it's also good.
1: Yeah. Well, it's also good for the parents to actually know what the curriculum is, and it's not just math. See, you're you're absolutely right because this—they're saying that this is for the betterment of the kids. That they're just, you know, they are spending too much time after hours, and they're too exhausted. And it's really what it is—is it's a part of the cultural Marxist movement, a movement towards socialism. This is just one aspect of it. This way, they can cut the parents out if they can remove the element of hard work that's merit based that if you work hard and you know getting an A or a B or even a C is harder for some kids than others those are critical lessons it's socialism socialism if you go to a union shop for example uh there everybody's paid the same regardless of output there's no there's no incentive to work hard so this is conditioning kids to not have to be competitive in the workplace this is a part of conditioning them for socialism, just what you talked about, not only conditioning them to not have to work hard, to remove incentives, to remove a reward for hard work, but it also, it's about, um, you know, nobody having to compete, val- no valedictorians, nobody gets an A. And so we see the bigger picture at play here, don't we?
5: Oh, yeah. Really, it's bad. In fact, part of the justification is the average homework time in a week for hours so 6.8 hours a week for a student, as what the study showed. And instead it climbed, oh, my God, all the way to 7.5 hours per week. <laughs> per so week? 20 minutes extra a week, This, the whole concept of homework has to be gone because it's abusing the kids and, and injuring family life at night, which is just, it's not true.
1: It, well, not it's true not enough. true at all because, you know, if, if, uh, if a kid typically, they get out of school at, what, 3 o'clock? With seven and a yeah. half hours a week of homework, if they've, if they've got their act together in any way, they got it done by the time the parents get home. Otherwise, you've got your parents get home at, say, 6 o'clock. you got hours together as a family. You can knock out that homework if it's only seven and a half hours a week in a few minutes here. What are we talking about? That's ridiculous. In fact, some of the schools, we know that that's a ruse and it's a lie because some of the schools, Bob, decided that the way to, to deal with this and to not send them home with homework is to make the school day from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. So they're still (laughs) Right.
5: Yeah.
1: Now they're just at the school longer. That's not interfering (laughs) with their family life. We know what this is. This is just part of the overall plan to indoctrinate kids into socialism, to remove parents. And and as part of that, to remove parents from the equation. We know that it's about conditioning them to be good soldiers for the socialist movement, remove incentives. Uh, You know, when you have to fight for that A and you can never get it like I did in some classes, math. It's a lesson that every kid needs to learn that, you know what, there's going to be some places in your life to where other people are going to be better than you. Yeah. And you just got to accept okay. it, right? Yeah.
5: All right. You know, just focus on where you are better or live with what you've got and, and strive for what you can do on your own on better terms.
4: Exactly.
1: And I don't know about you and what areas to where you struggled and didn't do well, but then you found your gifts in some other areas. You know, that's that's a part of life and it's an important part of life. And then when you do find that area where you're successful or you do find that one class where you knock it out of the park, like I did when I finally I ended up in statistics and QBA class at LSU and I got the only A in the class. After the years I struggled with math, what that did for my self-esteem, it's one of my proudest moments in my life.
5: I would agree, and you've done well with what you learned. I've done as well. As we could tell on your radio show. Well,
1: thank you. Okay, so you could give us a confession, Bob. What area in your life, because I know you've been successful, you're a very successful businessman, you're successful you know, in the political arena and, and working to turn things around in school. Give a, tell us here, what, what one area have you not done well? Give me something, brother.
5: Well, I would say uh, I began to fade when we got into calculus. Okay. I I was good with algebra, but come calculus, I began to to weaken on the platform.
1: (laughs) Yeah. uh, Well, yeah, I struggled in that one, too. But part of the problem for me in calculus was that I had a British professor who never took a shower. So it made it very (laughs) – never brushed his teeth. He was a sweet man, but it made it hard to concentrate in class. So – Anyway, um, Bob, thank you for bringing. We've got to continue to just make everybody understand what's being done to our kids. We can laugh about this, but it's a real serious business because we're it not pre- we're not pre- we're not preparing our kids to go out and compete in the real world. And it's it's a shame of what's being done, and everybody needs to understand this. What this is this particular topic. This is happening all over the nation. So wherever you're hearing right now, you need to get involved. You need to understand, and and it affects you even if you don't have kids. Go to school board meetings. Make sure that you know where you can give feedback and push back against what's being done for our kids. Final thoughts, Bob?
5: Well, it's important that parents do put a break on these trends when they see them and hear about them. And they've got to stay involved with the school to realize what's going on or it just happens around them. And then – the socialists will take over this country.
1: Absolutely, yes. absolutely, and then we've got a, and then we've got generations of kids that can't support themselves, and that's why they're asking for why they're not going to get paid thirty dollars an hour to flip burgers at McDonald's, <laughs> right?
5: I know it's it's sad. Yeah, it
1: is. Well, thank you for being here, Bob Walters. His book is Facing Reality in American Education, and you can get it on Amazon. And thank you, Bob.
5: You're welcome. All take right.
1: Care. Now stay tuned because we got more Andrea e. K show coming up, and I'm still waiting for somebody to off and give me $50,000 because I either get fifty k or I keep talking. Right, DJ Carrot Sticks?
7: Will
2: you split it with me?
1: No, I ain't getting $50,000.
2: You're
1: uh, 15%. Uh, is that your commission? Yeah. <laughs> All right, we got more Andrea e. Kay show coming up. Stay
7: tuned.
1: Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H A T L E Y lawgroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com.
0: FM, 96.1, North County. AM, 1170, San Diego. The answer.
1: On a typical autumn day in Afghanistan, it can be as cold as 30 degrees. As autumn turns to winter, it can reach as low as 15 degrees. It's rainy, windy, and miserable. But the men and women who serve our nation answer that call. They fight back those who want to harm us. They are our true American heroes. But sadly, many are all but forgotten. They're no longer receiving care packs and reminders of a home. And when those in our armed forces receive your care packs, they'll tear up with joy that you took the time to remember their sacrifice. Call 855 the number 7 troops 855 787 6677. Right now, to say thank you for each $100 donation, you'll receive a $20 gift certificate for Richard Walker's Pancake House. That's 855 the number 7 and the word troops or give online at the Please join Move America Forward to send care packs full of premium coffee, jerky, cookies, personal care items and more. Call 855 7 troops. That's 855 troops, Or give online at TheAnswerSanDiego.com.
7: Most solar companies try to sell you a leased solar system. The owner of your system, the solar company, keeps your 30% federal tax credit. And they don't pass the refund back to you. In fact, their prices remain just as high. My name is Jesse Keegan, owner of Keegan Electric Solar. Most lease systems are too small, so you're still paying the power company and your lease every month. When you own it, you get to use a 30% tax credit. Visit KeeganElectricSolar.com or call 619-742-8376 to talk with me today.
3: One lucky VIP club member could win their mortgage or rent paid for for an entire year. It's a Christmas mortgage miracle sweepstakes. Enter to win by visiting TheAnswerSanDiego.com or tap The Answer San Diego app to check out and participate in today's contests, polls, and surveys. It's the Christmas mortgage miracle and it's here to make your life just a little bit easier. If you've been looking to add a couple extra Benjamins to your pocketbook, look at joining the VIP club at the we Then enter the Christmas Mortgage Miracle and a chance to have your mortgage or rent paid for for an entire year. The Christmas Mortgage Miracle Sweepstakes. Sponsored by San Diego's real estate authority, John Reeves, with Reef Point Real Estate. It's critical you work with an agent you can trust and who has a track record of guaranteeing your success every time in writing. Learn more at jrhasthebuyers.com. That's jrhasthebuyers.com. And don't forget to enter the Christmas Mortgage Miracle Sweepstakes at theanswersandiego.com.
0: FM ninety six point one AM eleven seventy the answer.
3: A K. Dynamite address or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K. Show on the Answer San Diego.
1: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. We are rolling into our final segment here on this Friday Eve. I got a confession out of Bob Walters. My buddy Bob, who wrote the book Facing Reality in American Education, on one area in his life where he has struggled, I ain't heard nothing back from DJ Carrot What say you? What area? And it doesn't have to be a school subject. But like what area like did you really try and you just couldn't make it? And then, you know, and you learned a lesson from that.
2: Well, you know, the funny thing is I had an issue with math too. Mm-hmm. And my way around it was I just went to tutoring nonstop. Mm-hmm. I had one hour of math class at Cal State San Marcos. and I did four hours of tutoring every day. Right. And I took a statistic class as well, yeah. and uh, I got an A and passed it, and that's the last math class I ever had to take.
4: Awesome.
1: All right. Now, you you managed to squeeze all that in around learning about how you should hate yourself for being a white male at Cal State San Marcos? Yes. No, that, that took president. All right. <laughs> <laughs> See, that, that's supposed to be your epic fail. That, 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 that class about, was it white privilege or male privilege, male toxicity, it whatever was the it was. history of whiteness. History of whiteness. See, that was supposed to be your greatest lesson in terms of where you failed in life. You failed by being born the wrong color, according to the left in this country right now. I mean, seriously. Um, a story that uh, I think should have gotten actually more play than it's gotten is that yesterday Google, the Google exec, I can't remember his name, shyster, you know, commie pinko. Let's see what his name is here. It doesn't even matter. Um, Sundar P. I don't know how to pronounce it. So he goes, Google goes before Congress yesterday. And yet another example of big tech going in, trying to justify the fact that they're silencing conservatives control the message and you control minds control minds and you can control the outcome of elections. The greatest election interference that we have going on right now has really been the media collusion with the Democrat party and the deep state. In fact, Uh, We opened the show by talking about General Flynn. One of the things that they did and have done repeatedly throughout the course of the Mueller investigation was leaking to the media in ways to uh, affect the court system and affect – I mean, that's what they did with the surveillance. They leaked – to the FISA courts, what they would do is they would leak a story to the media through the FBI. Then they would go to the FISA courts and say, see, it's not just us who thinks that this is happening. It's also in the media. So they use the media as a way to soften Michael, uh, General Flynn to get him to sit down. So there's collusion going on with the media, collusion going on with big tech. So he, the CEO of Google goes, hear, hear this. I don't know if you heard this. Do you know what, what's the first thing that pops up to you, DJ Carrot Sticks? Do you imagine if you type in the word idiot in Google?
2: Alex Jones
1: no, Trump so this uh this um one he's of the Alex h-
2: Jones was in the hallway yelling at him
1: is, which I, I, I love Alex Jones, I don't care when anybody says, Yeah, he's a conspiracy kook, but at least he's got the guts to stand up for free speech, and you and you know what free speech is about. Defending every person's words, even if you find him despicable like Alex Jones or even if you find him despicable like Farrakhan. Speech, we must protect all speech because we can't be going down the road like this Ted Lieu guy, Democrat Ted Lieu, who says, I would love to be able to regulate the content of speech. Unfortunately, that pesky constitution, the First Amendment prevents me from doing so. And that's simply a function of the First Amendment. That's right. So how are they trying to get around it? They're trying to get around it through big tech. Laura Loomer, Laura Loomer has been permanently banned from Twitter. So have others. So this Google CEO, uh, any, uh, one representative, puts the word idiot in a Google search, and Trump comes up. And she says, why is that? Why, how does that happen? And uh, he goes on to give some tortured, ridiculous – I mean, he contorted himself into, into a pretzel to try to answer this – he says, uh, well, um, the, Google's analytical process tried to rank and find the best results for that query, which, see, here's, here's where he tries to, he goes into that skit from In Living Color where the prisoner tries to throw out all these big words to impress. Let me, let me flagellate on your prostate, right? So he goes on to say, uh, oh, we tried to find the best results for that query, which were evaluated by the company's external rankers, i.e., They're controlling, they see the word idiot come up and they got to politicize it. How can we use that word against President Trump? Because everything that they do all day long, whether it's Google, Twitter, Facebook, probably Instagram too, is all about propagandizing, pushing forth, demonizing conservatives, demonizing President Trump, demonizing his administration, and pushing the Marxist agenda of the left. That's what it's about. Oh, uh, we provide search, and we he goes on, we stored copies of billions of pages in our index. That's a bunch of crap. His answer was nonsense, complete nonsense. If, if we are going to control any, I, I don't want any, I, I started to say if we're going to control content, uh, but I don't want any control. No if controlling content. These platforms should be about the free flow of com, ideas, opinions, there shouldn't be any control of content. We, there should not be any external rankers out there. If you, if you put in the word idiot, you know what should pop up? The Webster's definition of the word idiot. That should be the first thing to pop up. Not some political commentary of what an idiot is. What, how does Webster's define idiot? And we talked last week about how Facebook posted some graphic image warning over a picture of St. Nicholas standing over the baby Jesus. This is ridiculous. This is, we are real close. When we, we, every every story we talked about tonight from General Flynn and the way that his rights were trampled by the banana republic that was the Obama administration and all the spying and the surveillance that's gone on. Epic Times, what we talked about with CMAC, and how he said that so much of what's going on here today is disturbing to him and the partnership of the Marxist with the Islamists. The schools and the indoctrinations of the kids and into socialism and now this with they wanting i mean when are americans when are the democrats when are democrat voters going to wake up and realize what's being done here what's going to have to happen i mean that's a serious question dj carrot sticks what is it going to take i i somebody said recently on a show that i watch that and, and it does come back to the schools Because he said the first thing that happened to get Americans here was they had to remove history from the school books. He said you got to separate people from history before you can revise history and then move people in the direction you want them to go. So the answer to that question probably lies in the fact that so many Democrat voters today don't realize that this is like communist China. They don't realize what all the failed communist systems that are out there so they don't they don't they're not going to see it coming but the problem is is that we do see it coming and it's frustrating to me as a republican as a conservative to see this happening and have an idiots like democrat voters do this to me if they want this system i say we wall it off we separate it we put a big fat beautiful wall between all the democrats and all the republicans and if they want socialism if they want marxism and if they want a Line every street with a mosque, that and bring Sharia into their areas, and and combine the two. Go ahead. Why they gotta force it on me? See, now I'm going Cajun. I'm reversing my. Because in Louisiana, we like in French, we reverse the nouns with the with the verb. Anyway, now they got me fired up. Anyway, we got to move into Friday's show. We we're, we we got to come up with something for Friday Fun Day tomorrow night. DJ Carrot Sticks. To to you, are you gonna have a movie review for us? I do have Cinemastix? a sticks ready. Oh, you do? Yeah. Is it something from Netflix or is it a current movie out at the theaters?
2: It's a movie uh, coming out in theaters. I went to a screening. Oh. I'll have to stay tuned tomorrow to hear sticks and see I... what movie did I go see?
1: Well, is it a movie? Because, you know, my conservative viewer, listeners and viewers on Facebook Live, they ain't so much into the Hollywood these days. Is this a movie that they're going to approve you even seeing?
2: Yes, I think so. It's uh, Peter Jackson, the guy who did Hobbit. And oh. all those, he has a new movie out called, coming out soon called "Immortal Engines."
1: Okay, now that's not something against the American Indians. That's not a pejorative, the slang "engine" word, right?
2: No, engines as in a car motor. <laughs> okay,
1: I gotta ask. Oh, by the way, did y'all see that pathetic attempt at an apology from Mika Brzezinski, which was not even an apology? That woman would have been yanked out by her wig if that had been Laura Ingram for what she said about Mike Pompeo the hypocrisy just never ceases to fail me on tomorrow's show we're also going to have our hero of the week and stink of the week and i'm not whatever the latest topics are of the day and then um for friday fun day i might have a little music act i might have somebody i'm not going to say who it is yet in case i can't get her on the show to sing but i might have somebody to call in and sing a little christmas tune for us tomorrow, because I love Christmas music and I'm starting to get in the Christmas spirit. Are you in the Christmas spirit yet, Kira? Yes, Disney? I have
2: been for the last couple of weeks.
1: I haven't done all my shopping yet, but I'm going to be doing that this weekend. Anyway, I'm almost out of time. Love you all. Have a great night, everybody. Be right back here tomorrow at 6 p.m. Pacific.
9: Allow me to Time to buy your dream
0: home. Julie will find the perfect property that fits all your needs.